I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 63, Mind Your Business. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. A few weeks ago, I sent out an email asking people to give me some feedback, some ideas of things that they would like me to address either on the podcast or in an email. And I was so amazed at the responses. People were extremely vulnerable about things that they would like to hear me talk about that might be helpful for them. And I was just so honored that they felt like they could reach out to me and give me some suggestions for podcast or email topics. And so I just want to say thank you so much to those of you who did respond to that email. And I'm really hoping that over the next few months, I'm going to be able to address most, if not all, of the topics that have been suggested to me. And if I feel that I'm really not qualified to speak on a certain topic, I am going to find a guest to come on and share their expertise in that area on the podcast because I really want to help. I want to inspire people. I want to assist. And I want to especially assist those of you who reached out to me to say, hey, this is something that I need help with and I need some direction on. Now, all of the responses I got are being kept anonymous, so you'll never know who you know asked me to do any of these topics. No one is going to be outed on my podcast. So if you are listening to this and you did not get that email or did not have an opportunity to respond to it, and you do have a topic that you want to hear me address in this podcast, I hope that you will feel free to DM me on Instagram or Facebook at Jamelin Stephan Coaching or email me at jamelin at jamelinstephan.com. I'll link those in the show notes so that I can hear from you and find out what you would like to hear about on the podcast because I would love some input and some ideas. So today I'm going to be talking about minding your own business. And maybe I could have called it staying in your own lane, but I'm going to use that today because this topic comes up when I'm coaching actually quite often, this idea of minding your own business, okay? So Byron Katie teaches that there are three types of business. There's your business, there is their business, and there's God's business. Now, we all know logically that the only business we really should be focused on is our business because it's the only business we have the power to control or change. But our brains are so funny. We are so good at looking outside of us and seeing what's wrong with the people or the circumstances outside of us and how those things need to change. And we can get super hyper-focused on how someone needs to do something different so that we can feel better or how we could feel better if a circumstance in our life would just change. And all of this feels like a really good use of our time, focusing on others and the things around us and how to get them to change so that our life can be easier feels really useful. But this is actually the worst use of our time because we really have no control over anyone else's business. And we definitely have no control over God's business. But for whatever reason, we would rather rant and rave and try and control the outside things instead of looking within and worrying about our own business, or as I like to call it, minding our own business. This is a huge waste of time and energy when we try to mind God's business or their business. And even though we do this so that we can feel more in control, it actually usually ends up controlling us instead. 
that is why once you can get really good at knowing whose business is whose and only worrying about minding your own business, it's going to feel so freeing. You're going to stop feeling like you are being controlled by all the outside things because you stop trying to control them and you start to focus on the things you do have the power to control and manage and that is what your business is. Okay, so what is God's business? These are the things that happen outside of us that maybe we can't understand and don't know why they're happening, good or bad. So a natural disaster, that's God's business. So is the parting of the Red Sea or other miracles that you may witness. Since we've been encouraged to seek for and expect miracles, I see them all around me. That is God's business. And often we don't understand God's business. We don't understand why some things go one way and not another. We don't understand his timing and his will all the time. And many of us, me included, have driven ourselves a little crazy trying to be in God's business. So for me, things that are out of the control of any human, I would call those things God's business. Now, I know I could sit and philosophize with many of you about this and go deeper and argue the finer points of this. This actually isn't meant to be so much of a doctrinal discussion, but more just of a simplified way to help you distinguish what things you should be trying to control and what you shouldn't. If you're someone who doesn't even believe in God, feel free to put anything else in this place. You could call it the business of the universe or my higher powers business or whatever resonates with you. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not telling you that you can't approach God about something that is hard. I'm not telling you that just because it's God's business doesn't mean you can't go to him and ask for some peace or help. I I don't want you to think that you can't go and ask for a miracle. I feel like God has actually made it really clear that his business includes our growth and our happiness and that he wants us to go to him with input about what we want in our life and what we feel like we need. I never want to ever tell people to back away from God. What I want, though, is to help you discern easier what is God's business so that you aren't wasting your time and energy trying to control something that really is out of your hands. So, for example, maybe you're teaching a lesson in church and you think, I just really want them to feel the Spirit as I teach. I hear people say this all the time. Guess what? You can't control that. There are certain things you can do that could make that easier for people, okay? That's your business, like maybe being more prayerful in your preparation. But whether or not someone feels the spirit when you're teaching, that's God's business. You can't control that. So maybe you want to make a different goal for your lesson, one that you can actually control, such as I'm going to be very prayerful as I begin to prepare this lesson, and I'm going to follow the promptings that I feel from the Holy Ghost. That is you staying in your business and out of God's business. So I hope that that makes sense. Now, what do I mean about their business? Okay, their business are the things about another person that we have no power over, which is really pretty much everything. Their business is what course they choose to take at school. It's how they decide to drive their vehicle as they pass you on the highway. It's what they decide to buy you for your birthday. It is your friend's business if he or she wants to show up at your house with a treat for you. It's their business what they want to believe about God or about politics or about the public education system. It is their business how they spend their money or their time. It's their business how they think, how they feel. It's their business how they behave. It's their business how they coach your son's hockey team. It's their business if they want to offer you a job. It's their business if they want to choose a path you know will be painful. Does this all make sense? 
Now, if you think we like to get into God's business, we really like to get into their business. I am so guilty of this. I want to control all the things and all the people that are closest to me. I want to control how my kids do in math and English. I want to control how my husband parents those same children. I want to control what my mother-in-law thinks of me. Now, I know I've talked about this before because we want to be in other people's business so we can manage how we feel. If they do what we want them to do, when we want them to do it, and how we want them to do it, then we know we'll be able to feel so good. But this is impossible. And so it leads to a ton of frustration and a ton of hard feelings and difficulties in our relationships. And it also leads to regrets because when we're in someone else's business, we're usually not being our best selves. Also, when we're so worried about controlling someone else and being in their business so we can feel good, we often end up feeling bad because we've given all the control of our feelings over to them. We have literally put our ability to feel good into the hands of someone we actually can't control. And so when they act in opposition to our dreams and desires, we end up with hurt feelings or feeling badly about ourselves. It's so crazy, but in our efforts to be in control of everything outside of us, what ends up happening is that everything outside of us ends up controlling us. Okay, so now what do I mean about your business? Your business is how you want to think, feel, and behave. That's what you actually have control over. Your business is you deciding how you want to show up in the world. What kind of a parent do you want to be? What do you want to do when your husband disciplines your children in a way that you don't agree with? Because remember, his business is how he wants to parent. So what kind of wife and mother do you want to be in that situation? That's your business. And maybe that means you have a discussion with him later about how things went and how you felt about things. But your lane, your business in any situation is deciding who you want to be, how you want to think, and how you want to act. There are many situations you're going to be in where you're going to be tempted to get into God's business or into their business, but I want you to do your best to get back into your business, into your area of actual control. I know we've talked about this before, but asking yourself, Who do I want to be? What do I actually have control over here? Now, as a parent or a boss, you do have some control of other people in certain ways, but I want you to be in this kind of a role in a way that is you being your best self, not trying to control people so you can feel okay about yourself. Now, if that doesn't make sense, let me explain it like this. It's okay to require your children to tidy their bedroom, but you can do it from a place of, This is a life skill I want my children to have. I want them to be able to go into the world and know how to respect their things and how to take care of their spaces, especially if they're in a shared space. And this is a good way to teach them some responsibility at a young age when I can help them and they can fail in a safe place. Okay, that's one way you can kind of be in control. That's way different than if you don't keep your room clean, then I'm going to feel like a failure as a mother and I'm going to feel like you don't respect me. And that's just going to make me so angry. Okay. Can you feel the difference in that? So even when you have a role that some may say you have control of somebody else, be sure you aren't using that control to manage your emotions, but using it to help guide and direct and accomplish some worthy goals. So here's just a few short examples of When you're in a certain situation, being able to discern like, what's my business, what's their business, and what's God's business. So I had a client who wanted to get a certain number of clients herself, okay? So I'm coaching her. She has her business. She's trying to attract clients to her business, okay? And she says, 
I don't even remember now, but let's just say she wants to have 20 clients. Now, who's going to find her and how they're going to find her and how many clients are going to come to her at what time? That's all God's business. But she wants to get her head all wrapped up in that, right? I've got to get this many clients and they need to be here by this time. And it's all good to make goals, but that stuff is all out of her hands. That is all God's business, okay? Her business is how is she going to show up in the world? What is she going to put on social media? Who is she going to make offers to? What does her website look like? What is the price she's going to offer? What is the program going to be? All of that is her business. And then their business is what if if they like it? Because she said to me, "I, I do all this stuff, but what if they don't like it? And what if they don't like my price? And I'm like, hey, that's not your business. That's their business. They get to decide if they like what you're offering. They get to decide if they think you can help them. They get to decide if your price is reasonable. They get to decide if they want to work with you. Okay? So her business, God's business, their business. Right now, my son-in-law is trying to get into a professional school. So his business was to go through an undergraduate program that would be compatible with the needs of that professional school. That was his business. His business has been to fill out application after application. His business has been to get help with interviewing skills and then to show up at those interviews that he's offered. His business has been to petition God for miracles and blessings. That's his business. Now, as much as he may wish, he can't control whether the people who read his application like it and offer him an interview. That's their business. And their business and God's business is when he gets accepted and where he gets accepted to. Those things are out of his hands. When I was working with Jodi Moore in a business mastermind, she was teaching us about making goals and somebody had the goal to make $100,000 in a year. And she was like, that is an awesome goal. But now I want you to make some goals that are 30 to 60 days that you have complete control over because $100,000 a year actually is out of your hands. You cannot force it or make it happen. You just can't. That is God's business. So she's like, I want you to make some goals that will help you get towards that, but that you have 100% control over, okay? So again, it's kind of like my client in that first example. It's like, how are you going to show up? Who are you going to market to? What are you going to offer? How often are you going to show up on social media? All of that stuff is within your control. The other stuff, not your business. Sometimes I'll have women that I coach that will say, I just love what I'm learning here, but I can't get my husband to buy into it. I talked to him about it and he just isn't really buying into some of these ideas. And I think it would just help our marriage so much. Guess what? That's their business. It's your business to buy in. It's your business to do the work that we're working on here. And then you have to leave God to his business of softening your husband's heart. And you got to leave your husband to his business of deciding if the changes he sees in you seem like changes he wants to make in himself, okay? Now let's talk quickly about desire. Desire has to be your business. And here's what I mean. First, you can't make someone else desire what you desire. If you have the desire to have a deep connection with your husband, you can't make him want that. That's getting into his business. At the same time, maybe your husband wants you to desire to have more sex. That's not his business. And nothing kills desire more than feeling like someone is in your business and telling you what you should or shouldn't desire. 
Also, if you're looking for things outside of you to tell you what you should desire, this isn't always helpful either. So you need to check in with yourself and ask why. Why do I want outside input? Is it because I want some ideas, some things maybe I've never considered before? That may be a great reason to look outside of yourself for ideas about desire. But if you're looking outside of you for someone to just tell you so that you don't have to think about it, or for someone else to tell you what a good and noble desire is so that you can feel good about yourself, you're asking someone else to get into your business who shouldn't. Desire is your business every time. It is one of the things that makes us unique in the world. It is personal. Stay out of other people's desires and be careful who you ask for input on your desires or on what you should desire. It is so easy to want to mind everyone else's business. My challenge for you is to first get really good at recognizing what is God's business, what is their business, and what is your business. And stop justifying why you think something is your business. Guess what? Not everything is your business just because you're the parent or the spouse or the friend. And this honestly is really the best news. If you focus on your business, if you stay in your lane, you will find that you have so much more control over your life and so much more freedom to enjoy it. Mind your business. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.